Hello, and welcome to the Bear Boost Traders Podcast, Talk With Traders. In this episode, Thor and I talk about how to find your trading edge and some of the things you can do to make this an easier process. Towards the end of our conversation, we also talk about several books that have helped us through our journey as traders. These are great recommendations that can help any trader from new to experienced to expand and improve their trading. Without further delay, let's jump into episode number six, Finding Your Trading Edge. Hey guys, welcome back to the Bear Book Traders Podcast. My name is Carlos Moreta alongside Thor Young. And today we're going into episode number six, which is going to it's gonna be a good one because I think you can take a lot away from this and be able to, uh, um, Thor is putting up his hands to number six. So yeah, it's been, a, it's been really welcoming, by the way. We'll talk a little bit uh, before we get into our main topic, Thor. It, it's been fun. It's been fun to do this. And the warm welcome we have received from you guys has been pretty, pretty good. Um, so Thor, how you been, brother? Oh man, I have been absolutely fantastic. It's been a it's been a great week to trade. Um, you know, the the market's got some volatility in it which it was lacking for a little while. So we've, you know, us us day traders have been having a lot of fun with that. Um and and like you were saying, um just really enjoying doing this podcast, really enjoying the feedback we're getting from um from our new uh YouTube family that's starting to grow around us and we're getting some good questions on so tonight's uh, episode or this evening's episode is going to be, you know, based pretty much on just a, f- a few of the questions that got out of there because we're getting questions. So and, and, yeah. and our main thing is we want to be able to interact with y'all and, and have a repartee. Most most shows are just always just whatever the show wants to deliver, however they want to deliver it, whatever. And and we're, we're really sensitive to to trying to have a show that kind of sticks with what our fans are asking for versus that so much love to everybody out there in youtube land on the podcast thank you for the likes and the and the shares and the, all that stuff that y'all have been doing we really appreciate that yeah no absolutely and just to rem- remind you guys that you can always reach out to us um best way if you want to submit a, a suggestion or even even a a, a f- feedback on the show itself because um, and I got a we got a shout out. I don't know the person who was watching the show, but they gave you some good constructive feedback, which we appreciate, guys. So definitely send that over um, because it's just going to help us make a better show for us all to enjoy. So thank you for that. Um, so that constructive feedback does go a long way. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, we'll look forward to hearing from you guys at podcast at bearabletrace.com. That's the email address. So you can always email us there. Um, we do check the YouTube comments as well. We read through every single one of them. So so thank you for that. So guys, today we're going to get into some uh, quest- questions and emails that you guys sent us. And one of them was, you know, how do you define your trading edge? How do you find your trading edge? Um, and I'm, I'm not going to read out the name, but going forward, if you email podcast at Bearable Traders, let us know that you're okay with us sharing your name. So, you know, um, if you if you want that, if you're not, say you want to stay anonymous and that's fine too. But, um, but yeah, we'll talk about trading edges, man, which is a big, big thing when it yeah. comes to trading. I mean, without that, it's very, very tough to be successful. Um, and in our whole education center, uh, Bearable Traders, we got three things, right? We kind of divided them into technology, we got strategy and psychology. And by now, many of you guys have re- already heard that, uh, that those three pillars. And what put that together is mentorship, and then that creates eventually your edge. So it's a couple of steps you, you have to go through uh, to find your trading edge. And once you find that trading edge, I mean, uh, I don't want to say trading becomes easy because it's never easy. But I think it becomes more defined on what you're looking for, what's for sure, what you're gonna get into, what you're not gonna get into, and there's no, uh, there's no guesswork. You don't want to yeah. have guesswork in your trading process. 
right? Yeah, I mean, it, easy isn't the right word, but easier is the right yeah. word. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, 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 it certainly, you know, trading with a system versus without one uh, or trading with an edge versus without one. And, and really, for me, that's what an edge is, right, is your your edge is, is your your system of performance that, you know, most accurately fits your personality. Right. So one of the big reasons why I feel like a lot of the pump and dump rooms out there, if I can just call them that for fun, is, is, is a lot of the issues with those rooms are they make kind of a, an assumption that everybody is capable of executing the same type of system, right? So they mm -hmm. say, you come in here, I'll teach you this three main indicators with this one thing, MACD this or whatever. And then, and then they just say, you're going to be able to make money. But inherently, that doesn't take into account the biggest aspect of trading for the individual, which is your psychology, right? And your psychology is going to influence your edge. You know, there's people who are much, um, well, I have, a, I have a buddy of mine who's a very, he's a risk on kind of guy, right? He's a guy I'm working with and he's, a, he's an adrenaline junkie. Right. He likes skydiving. He likes roller coasters. He likes fast cars. Right. So he cannot trend trade. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. even though I tend to coach more trend trading than not styles, he can't. Right. It's not physically with anything like you put him in a chair and you. I mean, the guy mm -hmm. will just mm -hmm. be like sitting there like going crazy trying to sit in that thing. He's a he's a momentum trader. Right. It really right. fits right. his personality. So so he had to gear his style around what fit him and that. That is the challenge, especially with so many things out there, so many programs, so many books, so many different things. You know, how do you find your edge amongst the sea of edges that are that are out there? I don't, that's that's tricky. It, it's it's very tricky. And I, something you mentioned that's very important to kind of just uh, piggyback on, you know, you mentioned finding something that works with your personality as well. Right, because basically he's not a person that can trade that type of style just because of the way he is. So it's got to fit your personality big time, right? Um, and I know exactly what you're talking about uh, about these uh, uh, commercials. There used to be a lot on YouTube. I don't see them anymore. Yeah. But there was this, specifically one gentleman comes to mind. Again, not a knock on anyone, um, but he was coming on and saying, "Hey, with this one strategy, you can be a trader in 90 days." And every time I saw that, I just a professional profitable trader in 90 days. I just laugh, like, who's actually believing this, right? I mean, it, this is just not possible. You cannot build an edge on something like that, and you cannot build an edge on one single strategy because we are all very different. Just in our mindsets, we're all very different, right? So, Well, it, yeah, exactly. Well, see, Theo, and, and, and on top of that too, right, we have this thing we call the Dunning-Kruger effect, right? Psychological effect, right, which is you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, it's funny how those pump and dumps, they actually work in the beginning, right? Because mm -hmm. in the beginning, you don't really know the risk. You don't really know what's going on. You just do what they tell you to do. So your psychology is not even at play, right? Good You're just point. doing it. But then you take that first big loss, that mm -hmm. first, you know, big damage to your account. And all of a sudden your psychology comes in, you lose that conviction and, and then you're done, right? You, right. you come right. crashing down. Right. And you're never able to recover because what you haven't done is taken the time how to learn how to be a trader. You've just learned how to duplicate one quick thing. And, and once that stops performing, you don't have the agility anymore to roll with the punches. You know, you're just out. Right. Yeah. And that's where most yeah. of us actually start becoming traders. There's many of us that actually came up through that time period. And I think a lot of us were kind of thinking, oh, wow, man, I can 
I can get on a, mm-hmm. an app and <laughs> I can do this and I can make this much money. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden you come down, and you're like, ooh, it's yeah, not it's that not, easy. Not, not that easy. And, and you're starting to see now as, as we're recording this podcast, the market's kind of been in a somewhat of a bullish run. People get excited when things are bullish, right? People want to, because obviously we want the overall market to go up. It's good for everyone. It's good for, you know, our 401ks, our retirement plans. We all want the market to eventually go up and, and keep on going and break all-time highs. It's, it's a positive thing. But we've been, we've been seeing that with the last couple of days. So people are getting more excited. You have new people that want to try different things, more active trading that start coming into the mix here. Um, and it's easy to get caught into that where you think you, you found an edge. You think you're successful because everything is going, you know, the right way but the minute things start going sideways or down or against you you haven't put that psychological mindset into play and that's where you start getting into trouble right you know carlos you make a good point there too like let's say we make a pro let's say we can only go six months oh i'm gonna make you a successful trader in six months how many markets have you been in where the market's performing the same way six months from now that's right. The market point. cycles. Right. It, it yeah. goes through bullish, through bearish. Right now we're kind of in a kangaroo. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, we, we rock in and out of these different cycles. So it's like just by the time the person learns whatever this you know, awesome strategy is, you're now in a different market. I, I remember you and I both, I think, started right around a bull rally that kind of went for like a solid year to a year and yes. a half. And, yes. and the big joke was stonks only go up. You know, we, yeah. that's all yeah. we used to say. Stonks. This is a stonk. Or, or the, this the is finger, the finger to finger strategy. Yeah, you buy method. here, sell here. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> and that was the whole thing. And and and, it, and we laughed because it was true, right? Yeah, like yeah. like it really. If you were an aggressive bull, you just waited for a good pullback, and once it started making new highs, you just buy it using a major new low, and you were probably making money. Mm-hmm. And and that's really awesome. Um, but that that is a trending style that will only work as long as the market is in your direction. You know, of course, like everyone knows at this point, you know, solid year and a half or so ago, you know, we, we started we started yeah. we started doing the opposite. Right. And I happen to really like shorting. So mm-hmm. I've been living my best life for the past year, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. shorting against the market. Um, even though, you know, the market itself is, is damaged. So in my edge, I'm actually, I, I'm a real big contrarian. Whenever the market's going up, I'm just waiting to play the other direction. Whenever it's going down, I'm just waiting to play back up. I'm always playing the value, squeezing the price back to the middle. And it's just a fun spot to be. Um, so, but, you know, so lately we've been in a kangaroo kind of market. These are great markets actually for me to profit in. I tend to do bad when we go really bullish or really bearish now. Cause I'm just yeah. always looking for the bounce. So, um, you know, so, but everyone has their edges that will be defined. Right. And this is a big part of it, right. Is, you know, a, you have an edge, but B is the market conducive for mm-hmm. your edge. You know, if you're a, an adrenaline junkie, like my buddy, kangaroo markets are a little complicated, right. Yeah. Cause you're, yeah. you're, you're stuck, you're stuck waiting for long times. You have to tr- hold your position. We used to only have to hold it for 10 or 15 minutes. Now you got to hold it for a couple of hours. You know what I mean? That's a that's a that's not fun, especially it's if you're a Momo. You know, if you're a momentum yeah. trader, you're yeah. you're not happy. Yeah, definitely not fun in a whole different type of trading. Um, and this is why you know that that edge is so crucial, guys. And it does take time to build that. We'll talk towards the second half of this on how you can build it, how you can find your edge, some ticks and trips, but uh, ticks and some tips and tricks on how to do that. But uh, but yeah, the, the finding your edge is so critical. We were talking this morning in the pre-market show. A stock came up, one of the low flow, flying high this morning. And you know, people get excited when they see a stock 80, 120 percent up for the day, right? Usually a lower price is just cranking. Um, the issue with that is, yes, you can get lucky once or twice, and you might grab a nice run. 
But then now you come down to, you know, can you build consistency on something like that? That is the key. Mm. And most likely the answer is going to be no. You can build, you cannot build consistency on on some of these low flow stocks that just shoot up and come back down and are very erratic. And there's really no trading edge. You're just saying, hey, let me get in here. Let's see what happens, right? But you don't really have a plan or an edge on that. And that's where things become extremely difficult to do over and over and over again and repeat. So keep that in mind, guys, that, you know, finding your edge does take time. And you got to be honest with yourself. Are you getting lucky? Are you winging it? Or do you really have an edge that you are constantly practicing over and over again and tracking? You know, you got to track this stuff, you know? Well, and you got to think too, it's like, what are, you know, what's your goal as a trader, for instance, right? Like I'm a day trader, right? I, I make, I make the, you know, a good chunk of my income comes from the trades that I'm just making on a daily basis. So I have a certain expectation for my trading and that has to wrap in there, right? I have a, I have a business, if you will, and I need to generate a certain amount of income every, you know, or a certain amount of profit every day um, so that I can pay myself. Yes. And and that and that became but now if you're a let's say you're already in a job um, and you're doing well in that job, you know, you may be looking to supplement your income or work towards, you know, wealth in a different you know realm. Maybe you're trying to build generational wealth for your children, you know, so you're going to have different strategies, you know, and that's going to define your edge and where you are as well. So I, I think first thing on that for, you know, finding your edge or defining it is first you need to understand or, or at least define what your goals are as a trader. That should be the number one thing I think that kind of steers your direction on, on what kind of systems you're going to want to develop, right? Like day trading is very aggressive, right? Yeah, so yeah. You, you may, you know, if you're just looking to build generational wealth, you may want to learn how to day trade so you understand how to get in and out of positions, but you may be looking for longer holding. Maybe you're going to look in, and do, in, you know, swing trades or trend intraday mm -hmm, trades mm -hmm. where you're buying early in the morning and selling in the afternoon. You know, you may not need a, a, an aggressive momentum style, but then again, you could say, hey, I've, I, I want to live my life I want to be able to get done in 15, 30 minutes a day. And then I want to be able to go off and do my thing. So I want to generate a lot of money fast and I'm, and I'm okay with putting risk on the line to do that. Right. Well, that puts you in that momentum category. Right. And then you can yeah, come in. That's yeah. more like our boss, Andrew, mm -hmm. right. He can step in no watch list, right? No, no market. He, he doesn't know what's going on in the market right now. Right. Yeah, but he news, sits down right? and he goes, mm -hmm. what are we looking at? Here's the list. He looks at it and he goes, this is what's happening. And the dude just yanks money out of the market. Yeah. Right. And, yeah, and, and yeah. He, but it, this is a momentum trader in their mm -hmm. purest version. He doesn't need to know the fundamental. He doesn't need to know what's going. All he needs to know is where are we and what's the price action? Where are we going? Yeah, right. And then yeah. boom, he's in. And I mean, I'm day in and day out. It's Andrew continues to be one of the most impressive momentum traders. I, I, yeah. I, I get the pleasure of watching. And I mean, it's a uh, it's amazing to see, and we've seen his progress from the beginning. You know, uh, when we started as members, right, uh, 2018, 2017, um, we've seen his progress until now, and it's amazing to see how he has progressed to the level that he has now. And mm -hmm. you're right, it's, it's 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 watching, you know, it's watching magic with this guy. You know, he is he is that good. He's that so tuned into what's happening with the price action. And this also comes with over years of experience. So this, he just didn't pick up one morning and say, hey, this is what's happening. Let's make it happen. You know, this is years of experience in the building. So he has oh, truly, sure. 
truly found an edge that works for him in, in the in the scalping momentum, you know, realm. And sometimes those momentum plays like Tesla today, you know, run up yeah. quite a bit. You know, went above 200 this morning and it ran up and gave him a really nice uh, pop there. So um, it, it takes time, guys. That's one thing that we do want to stress. Um, you know, don't feel like if you don't have your edge. I know the 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 question came in from someone that's been trading for, I think, about six months now. And, um, you know, and they want to get to the year being able to f have their edge in, in place. So it, it does take time. And there's some steps you got to you got to make sure you take like you were mentioning now about, you know, being able to find um, to find the style of trading, whether it's a momentum, whether it's swing trading, you know, and it doesn't have to be all day trading. It could be other stuff as well. Right. You still have to have mm -hmm. an edge. What's going to separate you from other from other traders? What's going to give you the opportunity for the best possible probability? that this is going to work out, right? So it's very important. Um, so I think first you got to pick, once you set that up, once you pick what, what uh, style you're going to trade, what time frame of the day you're going to trade, the next thing is going to be, you know, put that thing to the test, uh, you know, and I'm talking about 100 sample set trades, constant over Big and time. over again. And the biggest part about it is it's not just the screen time that you have to do, you now have to track each and every single one of these trades. And I know that's a lot of work. This is why sometimes when you see people that, you know, what, let's let's sidetrack a little bit when you i hear the 90 percent of people fail in trading i'm always intrigued by that number because i would love to have a breakdown right and i don't know i, I mentioned this before in other avenues uh, uh either in our onboarding class every monday at 8 p.m eastern time if you want to join that you can go to bearwithtrace.com uh i talk about this all the time because um expectations is key so that 90 percent of people that fail you know how many people are actually doing the right thing you know, and who's less than three years? I want to you know, take out anyone less than three years. If you've been trading less than three years, then yeah, I don't want to know about you. But above three years, <laughs> right? The right steps, a process, journaling and everything, that number is going to be more realistic. It probably won't be 90%. I'm not saying it's going to be only 10%. It's going to be pretty high. But I'm what I'm trying to explain here is that there has to be a process, a rigorous process you have to follow to become successful. And if you're not willing to do mm -hmm. that, you know, you are not going to make this. It's just as simple as that. And some yeah, people are absolutely. not. Some people are not willing to do this. Um, so to go back to my point, tracking every single trade and learning from every trade and then seeing, okay, you know what? When the stock did this, it fell below the view app and it came back up with this amount of volume and the ATR in the stock is this. And now we're the, the that candle closed, the next candle opens up and it makes a new high. That's a good entry for me to go in. You know, these are things, details that you're going to only get better at if you're tracking them and seeing, okay, I'm starting to build a pattern. When this happens, I'm winning, you know, 65% of the time on this trade. You know, it's a lot of work. So the tracking yeah. journal part is where you can build that. Hey friends, I hope you're enjoying this conversation as we're midway through this episode. Please make sure to subscribe in whatever platform you're listening so you can catch every weekly episode that we release. Remember, you can always reach us at podcast at bearbootraders.com. I also want to remind you to visit tradingterminal.com for tools for trading and also bearbootraders.com for more information about our trading community. Let's get back to our conversation. So I, I have a, a fairly good example. We're actually hopefully going to have him on maybe in one of the next few episodes. It's a buddy of mine named Chris, and and yeah, he's a yeah. really good example um, uh, of this. So my buddy Chris, who I he, he's been in BBT for a, f uh, a few years himself. Um, he, he's been out a little bit because he's got some health stuff going on, which is you know part of why we want to bring him in. Is you know people have been asking us about overcoming dealing with diversity in your trading, yeah. and you know, so you know we thought he'd be fun in for that as well. But he'd actually be able to chime in on this subject really well is um, because he used to get so upset 
because he wanted to be a trend trader. Um, mm, Chris mm. and now Chris um, MC, who we now know lovingly as Chris McScalp for a reason, is because he's one of the most proficient scalp traders in our room. Um, but laughingly, he wants, he still secretly, I think, dreams of being a trend trader someday. Like he's always <laughs> wanted it. Yeah, but yeah. Because he used a systematic approach and he tracked the data, what he found was he was better at scalping. Even though he wanted to be a trend trader, even though he thought that was going to fit his personality better, what ended yeah. up happening was he became an avid scalper. Because what he found in the long run is what he thought was going to fit his personality actually wasn't. He's really mm -hmm. good mm -hmm. at taking very intentful, specific, well thought out trades, but he doesn't like being in positions for a long time. Yeah. So, but, yeah. so he's okay with, with putting in a very small distance for his risk level and then going for a very quick profit. He takes what he can get out of the move. As soon as it comes backwards, he's out and he just takes his scalps and he calls it a day and he, and he's loving life. He's trading yes. well, yeah. but it's funny. It's, it's exactly the opposite of who he wanted to become as a trader, but he's doing a great job at, you know, so it just shows that. You have to run that data like Carlos is talking yeah, about. You yeah. have to pay attention because that data is going to is going to tell you what's working and what's not working or not, and maybe even convince you that what you thought was going to be your edge isn't. It isn't right? But, you know, right? And you want you want to pivot and and do something else. Do what comes more natural to you. I had a similar situation with a, with a buddy of mine. Uh, he's part of the community as well. Um, and same thing, he wanted to trade a little bit more like me on the five minute opening range breakdown. So we, we did a couple of mentoring sessions and every time we, we had the, we, we met, okay, let's look at your trades. He was doing these amazing scalping trades. They were working out, but he's like, yeah, but that's not what I want to do. I want to do a five minute opening range breakout and breakdown. I'm like, dude, but you are making money here. Like, are you here. sure you don't want to do them? Because like, you did them. <laughs> like, you're making money here. You know, why don't we focus on this over here? And now he's, you know, a few years later, the, the guy is crushing it. Um, he's, you know, and he's doing it on scalping. He's doing options as well now. So he, you know, he he kind of gave up the push to be this and do what actually came natural to him, which is what you have to keep in mind. You know, you don't want to have this strong bias as, okay, this is what I have to do. I want to become like Andrew. I want to become like Thor. I want to become like Mike, you know. Which was my goal. You know, I wanted it, to be Andrew. We like, all, I, we I just, I just like want that. I just yeah. to be as cool as Andrew. I, I, yeah. I was just like, man, this guy is just awesome. And but then I realized I didn't have the... Uh, I didn't have the fortitude for it. I'm too paper handed. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I couldn't hold the drawbacks the way he can hold through his drawbacks um, mm -hmm. and because he's a momentum trader. So he, yeah. he's not worried about the level as much as he's worried about the momentum. Mm -hmm. and, and I ended up finding out that what what you know resonated for me was I actually became um, very good at playing um, basically reversals. Um, I, I, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm not the best at telling when it's going to keep doing what it's doing, but I can, I'm really good at telling when it's not doing what it was doing. Right. right and that's right. when the majority of reversals set up. So I, I watched the order book, I watched the tape and I look for significant changes in price action and order book structure in order to tell when I think the, the mood of the market, if you will, is trading. Yes, and that's what yes. I trade. I trade the mood of the market. So like I, um, I'm actually, I, I took the Tesla trade this morning along with Andrew as well. Um, but I bought it um, a little lower because I bought it off of S3 when it got down to S3 because the order book was very bullish even though it was selling off. So I bought it as it sold it off even with the strong book 
So, and that ended up being right. my style, but I wanted to be a momentum trader, right? I, yeah, I, yeah. I want, I want, I, I literally wanted it to be like, like, a, like Andrew, I want to be more like Paris, um, who's, you know, who's traded with Andrew for a long time. Paris uses the order book very, very well, but he's still more of a momentum trader. Yeah, momentum um, So I wanted too, yeah. to be more yeah. aggressive and be able to do that. I just, it just didn't end up fitting my personality. So now I trade the way I trade. And I trade better than I could have ever hoped to at this point. I mean, I'm really enjoying my trading, but it's, you know, it's just got tweaks. And, and I think we said this in the last episode, if you took all the BBT moderators across mm -hmm. the board, sat all of us in a chair next to each other, and then gave us a, a whiteboard and said, now fill out your edge, to turn it around. Right. None of those whiteboards look the same. Yeah. You know, so every true. year, you're what you're, what you're at. Now, there will be obvious groupings and similarities, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. what averages 920, you know what I mean? There's going to be like a few different things that like, you know, kind of, you know, because we're all in the same, you know, community that are, we're going right, to likely right. share. But what will surprise most people, right? You, you go to a lot of the rooms out there. If you flip that card around, number one, number two, number three, number four, number five in the group, they're all, the card all looks the same. They're all using the same indicators, the same crosses, the same mm -hmm. signals. Yeah. But yeah. you look at ours, we've got 10 moderators plus across the line and every single one of them, slightly different card um, to edge, majorly yeah. different yeah. card. I mean, the difference between Eamon and I, for instance, and the way we trade RVR, we trade the exact opposite ends of the spectrum, but we both trade similarly on signal and we both profit. It's, yeah. it's wild. It, it's, it's great. It's great to see that, you know, that there's so many different ways that you can find your edge that you can actually trade it. Right. So it doesn't have to be one way. It doesn't have to be one specific way, the right way. There's so many different ways. That's so when I see these ads, man, I'm just like, these guys don't, I mean, they know about trading, but they know nothing about, you know, uh, actually the, the different just ways you can people. trade. Right. Just it's just ignoring like, people. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, they're hitting the keywords. They want people to feel comfortable and, and they want to make it seem like it's easy, you know, and, and it's really not, guys. It's very difficult. They're usually trying to we sell We scare something. people off because we don't do that. They come in there and we go, if anything, we're going to tell you right up front, there's potential yeah. here, but it's going to be difficult, right? It's gonna, it's gonna so people go, oh, I want to go to the room where the guy says, this is going to be a piece of cake. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, that's not us. We're, we're, you know, we will work really hard to, to coach you in every way and get you to fruition, but we're not going to do it by uh, blowing sunshine. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Because that's not going to help anyone. Uh, it's not going to help you in the long run, you know? Um, so absolutely not. So yeah, guys, th this edge is so, so crucial. And the, the great thing about it is that we all start with the same fundamentals. Like if you look at BBT, you know, if you look 100%. at the first couple of core courses, and like you said, also with the with the different moderators and a different way they trade, we all have the same fundamental that usually um, most of us got it from Andrew, right? So it's the same fundamental uh, fundamentals. And then from there, we kind of split out to different, uh, I want to say uh, kind of expertise or kind of like edges, right? So everybody has a little different style. Um, and some are very minor. Like for example, if you look at mm -hmm. uh, some of the um, stuff that Peter does with his mountain pass reversals, is very similar to a, a double top reversal that other moderators are doing. It's just that he has his set criteria on the stuff that he tracked, like we mentioned earlier on his journal. He said, hey, when this and this and this happen, the mountain pass is a good deal for me. I'm taking yep. this trade. You know? Yeah, he wants a certain high and then yeah. followed by a certain low and right. then a certain right. moving average cross, certain order book structure. Yeah. But his hit rate on those have gone from like 50-50 to like, I think like 70% or something very high. like that. And if you get into the 70 percentile rate on pretty much any strategy, that's mm. pretty much trading nirvana at that point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as long as your risk versus your RVR isn't jacked, 
Um, mm-hmm. I mean, you're 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 making money pretty much every day if you're at a seventy yeah. percent hit rate on a, on a strategy that's that's replicatable, and that's that's not huge. I mean, really, if your RVR is right, anything north of fifty fifty, you can at least break even and survive mm-hmm. on. Correct. But correct. All you gotta do is get to sixty percent or seventy percent, and then that number starts to exponentially change wildly. I mean, things get really really fun. Yeah. Um, you know, once you start to get into those levels of, you know, of being able to reproduce and uh, Peter, um, Peter has been, you know, someone I've looked up to as a trader for a very long time. And mostly one of the main things is that his consistency in the way he kind of coaches and says, Hey, I, you know, I've seen days where Peter hasn't taken a trade the entire day yeah, because he said at no point during this entire day, did I see a mountain pass that set up the right, way I wanted to right. trade it? And I'll go, mm, yeah. you're better than me. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> I, I, I took I a afford- couple of stabs here and there. <laughs> yeah, I, I took a couple of stabs somewhere. I, I, was, yeah, I wasn't yeah. that strong. And then the next day he goes, hey, I nailed three mountain passes in a row. I absolutely crushed today. Yeah, and you're just yeah. like, this is amazing. You know, which also, guys, for, for those hearing and watching, you know, you, you want to you wanna be honest with yourself about, you know, you might have an edge that might not be hitting that 60%. Um, and it's maybe because you're not following the rules. So you got to be careful with that as well. Don't don't immediately feel like you don't have an edge if you're not following rules. Like everything else For real. has to be in place. You know, your entry, your, your, your trade book is in line and that you are actually following everything to the T and then your edge might work. But your edge is not going to work if you're not following things. So it's so easy for us as humans, not, not even as traders, just as humans to, you know, point the finger elsewhere. You know, even when our own problems like, oh, yeah, but I, I did that because of this. So I did that because of that. You know, you got to look inside and say, OK, what did I do wrong here? What can I do better? And this is where that trading journal, man, it is a huge Big piece time. of tool for you to become a, a, a trader. Um, there's not there's not one book, one book that I have read that does not talk about having a trading journal. Doesn't matter matter where you're trading uh, Forex, equities, Bitcoin. I don't care what it is that you're trading. Yeah. The one thing that's common on all of these books that I have read is tracking your journal, tracking your results, and tracking. Well, I mean, uh, data is yeah. is is your is your is your salvation. You know what I mean? Data mm-hmm. is your saving grace when it comes to this whole thing. Data is what keeps you from having to be emotional. You know, data data is what allows you to to figure out if you're right or wrong. If you're if you're tracking your data and you're executing. You know, we've said this in a prior podcast as well. You know, if you're tracking your data and you're executing, there's no reason for you to be upset at your performance. Yes, you know, you yeah. said you were going to do something and you mm-hmm. did it. So regardless of result, it's, 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 you know, you can almost relieve some of the culpability from you because you're saying, hey, I'm just an entry and exit mechanism. I have a right, strategy right. that I put in place. I'm following the strategy. Okay, the strategy has not worked consistently. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. you know, I know that. Let's move on. New strategy. You know, let's develop. What do we have to tweak? What do we have to change? But it all starts with execution and then collecting data. If you if you don't execute properly, then the data you're collecting is garbage. Right. And you're you're, it's not going to help you or or the help that it gives you will be minuscule in comparison to, you know, lose or win the data Mm -hmm. you get when it's when it's when it has good integrity. Um, is is just awesome, and you and you'll you'll get to your edge a lot faster that way, a hundred percent. And I agree. Of all the big books out there, you know, um, someone actually one of our things we asked someone asked us what some of our favorite books were. Um, one of mine um, is Mark Douglas. 
um, psych, you know, big psychology guy. And, and mm-hmm. he talks about running, uh, you know, I think it's, I think it's 20 trade or 25 trade. I forget the exact number off the top of my yeah. head, yeah. um, trade sets and journaling and doing this many trade sets, evaluating, making adjustments, this many trade sets, evaluate, you know, and it's, it's really interesting. It doesn't matter how far you go back, Livermore, you know, mm-hmm. Wyckoff, Dow. I mean, you can, you can run this thing as far back as you want and the, and the, everyone's going to say, well, you got to have data. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, b- before you actually put out your book, right, um, which, by the way, you know, you guys can pick up at a, a complete trading system at Amazon. Oh, there it is. There's a copy for those watching on YouTube, a complete day trading system on Amazon by Thor Young. Um, we grew up, well, not we grew up, but we, we started with Andrew's book, right? Yeah. That was kind of like the the, yep. the one that started us. So it's a, it's a great, great a starting place if you're a brand new trader because the way he breaks down trading made it simple for me. I think if I would have picked up some books after that, the, the ones I read after, if I would have picked those up, I would have been like, huh, probably don't want to do this, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So that kind of showed me like, okay, here's the simple steps to get started and kind of took me from A to C from someone that knew nothing about trading. You know? Yeah, that's so for those yeah. who don't, haven't come across it yet, it's How to Day Trade for a Living. The, the title fits. Um, it was the book that I encountered. Um, my wife actually bought it because the title worked. Um, yeah, but yeah. we, we uh, you know, I, as I read the book, there was there's a couple moments in there where I really liked it. And I, and I knew it's the reason I came to BBT as a community, because there's like some some verbiage in there that basically says, you know, by the time you're done with this book, you know, you're, you're I, I'm not going to say you're going to be a day trader, but I'm going to say you're going to have an idea of what's going on and you're going to know whether or not you want to keep going. Right, you know what right. I mean? And, and that's and that's what I got from it. After I read it, I was like, OK. I definitely know I'm really interested in this and I, and I want to learn more. Right. So, and then I started going into, he's got an advanced book out there, you know, Brian swing trading. And then, you know, um, we, we talk about finding your edge, right? That's my whole book is, you know, because I found a slightly different edge that ended up being more based upon volume and price analysis and pivot structure and stuff like that. So my book ended up being, centered around that because it it ended up being you know my edge that's kind of resonated with a few in our community and and so um, about that is too that is you could take the steps you have on that book and find your own edge too right so you don't oh sure you don't have to trade just like thor's trading you know but you could take those steps and replicate them to find your Mm -hmm. own edge which is amazing thing to do well the only thing so a lot of people for your edge right there are parts that should be the same. You know, like I said, if we flip mm-hmm. those cards around, parts of those are going to be the same, right? Yeah. So yeah. my my book is one of the few books that talk about like the actual order book and like time and sales reading, tape reading, not covered in very many resources out there. Mm-hmm. These are things everybody should be using, right? You, mm-hmm. you should know what the order, if the order book is conducive for a long, right? right? You should, you should know if the mm-hmm. tape is buying or selling, right? These are fundamental things that all of us, you know, you should know how market making works. My book talks a lot about market making and what incentivizes them. You know, you should know all of these basic things. It doesn't matter if you're a momentum trader, a swing trader, an intraday trader, a scalper, you should know these things. You know, Mm -hmm. the the edge will, it will ultimately be a very small and subtle difference between the way you manage that information mm-hmm. versus how right, somebody else right. manages it. So I use pivots because that's my where, right? That's where I'm looking for specific types of price action. And then my, my book kind of breaks down into where, when, and how, right? Because mm-hmm. basically all my trades are, I have a where, and then when is the tape and all of that. And then how is how I manage it and myself and my business, my, you know, my little trading business. 
So when you go into that, you know, and you start to look at that and you break it apart, you go, oh, okay, my yeah, edge yeah. really isn't like this big, huge difference, right? It's, it's what everybody else is doing, but I'm going to find just one or two subtle tweaks that, you know, inevitably, you know, it make it, it so that I can yeah. tolerate the trade. Correct. Correct. No, it's really, really amazing, man. Uh, and then for, on my end, two other books that you haven't mentioned already, one of them will be Trading in the Soul. Actually, you did mention that one. Trading in the Zone by Mark Douglas. Really That's the one. Book. I didn't get the title though. So. I mean, it's really great book, guys. Pick that one up. And another one that was good for me was Millionaire Trader. Millionaire Traders. And um, I forget who it mm. was from. Um, but this was a book that I, they, they talked to several millionaire traders. And the great thing about it is that you realize how even traders different, trading commodities, trading Forex, trading different things. Um, some traders were trading only a couple of stocks. Like there was one trader there that only had a list of about five stocks and that all he watched the entire time was five stocks that were, uh, you know, in play. And then he would rotate them if one was not in play anymore for the it's period of time. It's by, uh, Kathy Lean and Boris Schlossberg. Yeah. Is it a white cover with blue letters, I believe? Yep. It, yeah. Yep. Gold it. on the top yeah. and then blue letters. Yeah. yeah. Really good book. And, and you realize that everyone on there, although trading very different, something completely, you know separate from each other they all had the same kind of similar stories you know they had a big loss you know they had mm -hmm. to recover they had to become disciplined they had to find an edge they had to track everything so it's a really good book to make you realize that you know there's some things that are really important that you have to do to be able to find your edge so i really like that book i got I, uh, the audio i think is what i got on there but um but yeah guys so many different things you could do to find your edge but you got to put in the work you got to do the homework there's no question about it so um, for like the fundamental like side, right? Like doing yeah. homework. My my. So I have a couple of books out there that I really really love. Mm -hmm. For for one of the main ones, I gotta drop her a little bit. Anna Cooling. Um, yes. She has the complete guide to volume and price analysis. Um, if you're looking to understand volume and price, and she's actually a forex market on the way she writes the book. It doesn't matter. The information mm -hmm. works. My book also has a very good volume and price analysis one, but I, I decided I wouldn't just plug it again, although I just did. Um, it, it's, you know, her book. I, I've, it, it's the book that I learned volume and price analysis on. And, and yeah. it, it was it was a really, really valuable resource uh, that I enjoyed immensely. Um, so that was a really good one. And then, of course, um, you know, since I'm a pivot trader, everyone has to give a little shout out to Secrets of a Pivot Boss. Um, that, that, that guy has got some good books out there um out there as well um so but at bbt we've got a whole suite of books for you know we got our boy Artie yeah. has put out um yeah. a, a book yeah. as well recently i mean we've we've got some stuff um yeah. mike bear and andrew did a psychology book which um i read through and found quite comprehensive yeah so. yeah so it, it's 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 a lot of information out there guys you could go to bearwithtrace.com and get all the details there um and take advantage of the the again the, um, the tons of information that we have uh to find your edge one one last thing about finding your edge as we start to wrap it up here is that guys remember it does take time right it's, it's not going mm. to happen overnight and it's a lot of work uh and and something you mentioned in the previous episode thor is about you know it's not just about time it's a, how much that of that time has been active right so you 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 know you could say oh i've been trading for about you know uh, a year now, but how much time have you actually spent, you know, tracking, trading, reviewing, you know, that's going to play a big role in it. So it does take time, um, but make sure you're going in there and, and doing the homework, tracking everything and being able to find these, again, like you said, all these small changes 
that can make a difference on your edge, right? So yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you got to think, you know, as we're we're getting into it, it's uh, one recommendation I have to throw out there too is make sure to keep your work smaller and specific. The one way you're not you're not going to undercut the speed of the system by trying everything at the same time. Yeah. So you're just going to overwhelm yourself. We have this little thing called analysis paralysis, Mm -hmm. right? Which is you're just throwing so much information at yourself that you're unable to act. So you don't want to try and sample being a a break a high a day trader at the same time you're trying to be a momentum trader at the same time you're trying pivots and see which one of these work. Um, I'd I'd recommend I actually one of the great things about, um, you know, being in a in a trading community like BBT, but most of the others will is you can just sit online. We have monitor moderators sharing their screen all day throughout the day, and we're all very style traders. So you can actually just take the time and just sit there with your hands off and just talk to the different moderators, see how they're trading and just see, yeah, this kind of feels more like something I want to do. Right. And at least you get a starting point. But then, like I said, you, you, you need to kind of be specific with it and say, OK, I'm going to try this. Let's see how this works. And if that doesn't work, then switch and try something, because the one thing you don't want to do, because like Carlos reiterated, right, if it's going to be these small, subtle changes, right, you, you can't have so much data because no. then a small, oh, subtle man. change, where it. do you yeah, even yeah. look to find it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's the track and everything. And again, going back to those indicators understanding all the indicators and then seeing, okay, you know, when this indicator does certain things, I'm able to get a, a, a good return or a good outcome that you're expecting. Um, mm-hmm. Guys, want to remind you again and make sure you are emailing us at podcast at on what you want to hear, any topics you want us to cover. Um, again, leave comments on the YouTube videos and let us know, uh, you know, something that's affecting you and your trading. We'll make sure to cover it if it, if it fits into our plans here. But as you can see, this one came from, um, I'll say the name, Antonio. Antonio, thank you for submitting that. And also, I forgot who sent the, the book request, but thank you as well. And uh, hopefully those that book list was helpful. It helped us a ton. And we are sure that if you pick some of these up, they will help you as well. So, guys, mm-hmm. uh, take care. We will see you in the next episode. Remember to subscribe and like. We are going to be doing this every week. This is our number six episode, so very exciting uh, going into February. And uh, look forward to uh, talking to you guys next week. Thank you, everybody. Talk to you later.